Core Organic Sour Bear CBD Gummy Edibles are a great way to relax and fade into a restful night's sleep without the morning drowsiness of other sleep aids. Flavors include Sour Neon Bears, Sour Twin Cherries, Sour Neon Worms, or Sour Watermelon Rings. Take one gummy to relax and two for a restful night's slumber. Indulge yourself in the THC-free core with 15 milligrams of CBD per gummy. HempFi is one of the largest online CBD and hemp product marketplaces today, with countrywide shipment from brands that comply with U.S. safety and quality standards. HempFi CBD Marketplace has over 500 plus brands of CBD products that you can purchase, all in the comfort of your own home. See for yourself at www.hempfi.com. So I have the great privilege of being joined today by the founder of Desirables based in Canada. Her name is Isabel. Isabel, can you introduce yourself to our audience today? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. My name is Isabel Delaurier. It's a French name. I'm from uh, Quebec in Canada. Um, so I'm the founder of Desirables. Uh, Basically, I was a student in industrial design back in 2011. And industrial design program, we have to do a final year project where we tackle a specific subject where we think design could help. Mm. And uh, at the time, I was very uncomfortable with sex toys on the market. So I decided to tackle sex toys and design. Uh, doing my During the research, I found out that a lot of issues are not necessarily related to aesthetics, but much more on uh, composition of sex toys, what materials were used, and how they were introduced to the client in terms of education and information provided to the client. So I decided to start my own company just because there was a lot of, not a lot, but some stores that were focusing on body sex toys, but there were not a lot of manufacturers at the time back in 2012. So I decided to start my own company. And um, I also have a background in uh, interior design and I'm the daughter of an entrepreneur in electronics goods. Uh, goods, sorry. Um, and so, yeah, I decided to start my own company. I had a lot of issue with my own sexuality at the time just because I was in a bad relationship mm -hmm. and there were, there was no more, you know, sparks for me. So also the, the company was like a kind of, um, in French, we would say exutoire, but uh, kind of a therapy for me, mm -hmm. I would say. Um, and now I'm the proud mom of a six month old boy. So I'm already thinking, how am I going to teach him about sexuality? <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much uh, all for myself. And, um, we were really proud to do all our products here in Canada. Uh, what I do is I design the product. I design all the experience and I find the best, um, craftspeople and you know the best people to do the products that I have in mind so you always have the the highest quality in your hands just because I can't do everything you know yeah <laughs> wow well that's an amazing story it sounds like it was really an empowering journey for you to create this company 
Oh yeah, definitely. It w- I didn't realize at the time because for me it was just a school project when I started it. But afterwards, when you have a bit of you know uh, uh, background and you take time to look at what you've done, I really realized that this is how I've re- reconnected with my sexuality at the time mm-hmm. because I had lost complete touch with my sexuality. I hadn't had any sex for like two to three years in the beginning of my 20s, which is absolutely astounding to me. (laughs) But at the time, you don't realize. Uh, But reconnecting was a a lot of issues for me. And I found out in my research that it was a lot of issues for a lot of people, either because they were in a long-term relationship, because they had uh, cancer or other traumas. Uh, So it you know, this places us uh, somewhere between a sex therapist and a sex toy company just because we have such an informative approach because we want our our clients to grow with our products. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. I, myself, I've gone on that journey. I am a sexual trauma survivor and similar to you, I was so lost in my own sexuality my body didn't feel safe and one of the ways that I reconnected to my sexuality was through masturbating and using sex toys yeah I think I think say masturbation is really um, a safe way to reconnect with yourself just because you don't have the the pressure to pleasure a partner you don't have the pressure to orgasm at any cost um, so really from what I found in my research is that it's really, I think, from my point of view, of course, it's one of the best ways to reconnect just because, you know, the performance pressure isn't there anymore or mm-hmm. not as much as big as if you, somebody was waiting on you. Yeah, for sure. I hear that from a lot of people that they feel this pressure to achieve climax during sex. And I think during solo sex or when you're by yourself that pressure or the expectation is removed from it so it could be very healing mm-hmm. yeah i think it's it's also um, um put forward by a lot of sex toys just because a lot of the sex toys on market they're marketed by saying you can achieve orgasm in a minute uh, sorry in a minute and a half where we're much more about you know um slow sex and self-discovery mm-hmm. i think it's one of the ways you can you know reconnect with you yourself and also we don't have any vibrations so you you definitely have to take part in your pleasure mm, yeah i'm happy that you mentioned slow sex can you kind of talk about the benefits of slow sex versus this societal standard we have on sex that you need to kind of reach a goal or get it over with Oh yeah. Um, so slow sex. To explain it quickly, it it's much. It's inspired by the slow uh, slow food movement, where you take the time to really enjoy the food you're eating. So it's mm. a bit much more like it in the sex scene. Uh, so you're gonna. One of the principles is that you schedule your your sex um, periods of time in your agenda to make sure that you, you have time for yourself and your sexuality. Um, also in slow sex, it's not about all penetration. So you can have just a session of massage with yourself or your partner. Uh, it's 
it has multiple names for me, slow sex. You can you can see it as slow sex, uh, mindfulness, sexuality. And back in the days in the 1980s, 90s, with the Masters and Johnson, they used to call it sensate focus, mm. which means you concentrate on your five senses to really re-access that, uh, that sensuality uh, feeling that you have. It's much more about being present, being connected with your body, with your feelings, uh, instead of, you know, reaching always for the orgasm or the penetration, you just reach for the journey. It's much more like, we're going to see what happens and start from there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. If someone was trying to masturbate in a more mindful way and kind of explore and discover themselves, what do you think is a good way to kind of start that if they've never tried it before, if they've never heard of it before even? I think for anyone who has done yoga or meditation, it's definitely a good start point just because it's so similar in terms of experience. Yeah. Um, maybe even tantric sex is a good inspiration as well just because you focus on your breathing and by focusing on your breathing, you focus on what you're feeling in your body. Um, so I would start from there. You put yourself in a, in a kind of a meditation mindset so you can put candles you can put the relaxing music where you won't be distracted by anything else in in your house and you can really just focus on what you're feeling if you're someone that is highly visual uh, you can also try to have a blindfold even if you're alone just to make sure that you concentrate on the the touch feelings that you will have and the smells and things like that just because we rely so much on visual stimuli that by removing them, sometimes you can connect more with your sexuality. Uh, I would maybe just start with a meditation. And if you think about touching yourself, do it and then make it more an exploratory uh, and journey than really just, you know, masturbation for, for reaching orgasm. Mm -hmm. uh, just try, okay, this is... Uh, does this movement uh, make me feel better or this or do you try with clothes on clothes out do you try with uh, ice cubes or anything just to mm -hmm. really stimulate your senses and um, make sure that you do have the time and you, you're not on, on the clock so don't do it between two meetings on teams <laughs> really schedule sometimes where you'll be comfortable for for a long period of time you can take five minutes you can take 45 an hour and a half if you want to just make sure that you don't have the pressure to stop maybe when you're you're about to make a discovery mm -hmm. yeah that's beautiful advice. I love everything that you said. I couldn't agree more. I'm a huge advocate for meditating and yoga. It's all interrelated, the mind-body connection. So really dedicating that time for yourself is, is huge. I love that. So I want to talk about uh, sex toys, obviously. <laughs> um, if someone is a beginner, they've never gone to a shop, they've never thought about buying a toy before, what would you say that a first-time toy shopper should look out for when purchasing a sex toy for the first time? First, you need to have, um, you know, uh, tried some things on yourself just by hand when we're talking about masturbation. If you're used to 
stimuli, uh, stimulate your clitoris. So maybe uh, reach for something that will stimulate your, your clitoris if you're used to um, having much more pleasure by answering your fingers or touching your G-spot, go towards a G-spot stimulating toy. Um, definitely for a first-time user, I wouldn't buy something that is dual or triple-ended. This means that, you know, sometimes we'll see a lot of people that will try the rabbit first. Mm. So the iconic rabbit is uh, stimulating the G-spot and the clitoris at the same time, but it's so much stimuli that your brain doesn't register what is happening and he just goes into overdrive. So he's not comfortable with what is happening. It's just too much. It's like if you were trying to boost your car with a two big batteries, so your car might blow up just not because not because it's not working, just because it's too much at the same time. Mm. So I would start really slow. Um, you can ask around about vibrations. We're not big fans of vibrations, mainly because of their pressure performance, but also because we've heard a lot from our clients that they experience a kind of plateau effect where the same level of vibration will no longer be enough for them to orgasm after a couple of views and they'll need to uh, level up the vibrations and when you're doing this your toy might have maybe four or five levels of vibrations and after that you need to buy a new toy that is stronger and uh, sometimes need to be plugged in the wall just to make sure you have enough power. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely, I would uh, measure my options regarding vibrations. Um, you can have tools that have vibrations, but you don't need the vibrations to uh, make uh, good use of the toy. Um, also, be very careful. For me, the, the, the priority is always safety. Uh, just because a lot of cheap sex toys on the market, they're done with uh, cheap plastics mm -hmm. that are filled with carcinogenic product or unwashable products. Um, so make sure that, yes, if you buy a sex toy, make sure it's a great one that you can use multiple times and you don't need to use a condom with it to make sure that it's safe for you. Um, so... We can come back to this, but uh, medical-grade silicon, glass, stainless steel, porcelain, of course, is a great choice. Uh, other choices are available, like ABS plastic, uh, but you always need to make sure that if you're buying a toy, you need to buy the, um, the good lubricants that goes with it, because silicone toy, if you use an oil-based lubricant, it will melt your uh, your toy actually. So you might be spending two hundred dollars on this sex toy, and you use the the wrong lubricant, and it's gone. <laughs> so make sure you, if you buy a sex toy, buy the 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 lube that goes with it. Yeah, that's I've been there. I <laughs> melted some of my toys. I didn't know. Can you explain the differences between the lubricants and what to and what not to use with different materials? So I think the, the peakiest material is always silicon, just because it's plastic-based. So um, I don't know why exactly, I haven't done research on this, but 
uh, oil-based lubricant will melt your silicone or other plastic toys. So for any plastic toy, I would go with a water-based lubricant. Um, if you're buying a toy for anal play, maybe just chat with your section uh, to learn which one should you use because just because water lubricant isn't great for anal, anal play. Um, but for any of the other materials, stainless steel, porcelain, glass, since it's a very stable material in general, they can be combined with any kind of lubricants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm happy that you mentioned that as well, because that's different lubes could be more compatible or better for different types of play. So I think it's always a good idea to, if you have a sex toy store or you're shopping online, there's usually people that work there that will be willing to answer any questions you might have and help you. And I think it could be kind of intimidating sometimes for first time toy buyers because they don't want to look or sound quote unquote stupid, but there really is no dumb question to ask. And people that work in the field, we've heard We've heard it all, right? So we're happy to help people. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think people that work in the field are really dedicated to educating and helping people with their sex life. Um, my take is always the smallest store, the better. Just because usually a small store would be will be held by passionate people yeah. that will know what they're uh, talking about and now you have because i was really shy to go in sex shops when i was younger actually i'm still shy just because i don't see myself in those toys mm -hmm. um but you can go online now there's a lot of great sex shops online and they will be more than happy to answer any question you might have and some sex shops will even have blogs mm -hmm. uh, describing which kind of toys you could take, what kind of lubricants you could buy, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And I was also glad that you brought up the vibration and kind of um, getting accustomed to a certain type of sensation. Um, I've personally experienced that. I feel like when you masturbate the same exact way over an extended period of time, um, sometimes our bodies can become used to mm -hmm. those sensations. So that's why I love glass toys. I think they could look kind of scary from the outside. You're like, why am I going to put glass? But it's such good quality toys are made from glass, I've noticed. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, vibration, any kind of stimulation, if you use always the same, the brain gets accustomed to it. So it will kind of forget your neural pathways to other kinds of stimulation. So for me, it's always, it's like what you're eating. You want a diverse uh, mm -hmm. plate. You want to change what you're eating from day to day just to have enough nutrients. Um, same thing for masturbation. You want to jazz a bit how you masturbate from yeah. uh, if you masturbate every day, try to change what you're doing every day just to make sure that your brain does remember everything that you like and not just one particular way of stimulation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was cool that you said the blindfold. I've, you know, I've used blindfold during partner sex, but I've never used it before during masturbation. So that's a really cool idea to kind of just change it up and explore and have fun when you're doing it. 
Yeah, and you can, you know, try different positions, so not always on the bed, maybe sometimes on a chair, in the bath, in the shower, yeah. um, I don't know, while you're doing laundry, anything <laughs> can go. <laughs> yeah, make laundry a lot better, more fun. <laughs> But Definitely more fun. Yeah, something to look forward to, right? Um, when we were talking about things to look out for when buying a toy, I know you mentioned the material of it. What does body safe sex toys look like or what would they say on the packaging or is there something we can avoid when purchasing these products? Um, there's always, I don't know if they stipulate that they're body safe all the time. I guess to be just safe, there are a lot of sex shops that specialize in body safe, body safe sex toys. Um, so me, what I do is usually I'll check the ingredients. So mm -hmm. if the manufacturer is saying uh, hard plastic or soft plastic, I wouldn't touch this box with a, a 10 foot pole just because they're not straightforward with what they're putting in their toy. Yeah. If they just say silicone, then it's not a high enough grade of silicone because you need medical grade to make sure that is enough quality. Yeah, exact, exact. Just because you can have a lot of things in silicon, so it can be silicon based, but maybe it's full of crap anyway. Mm -hmm. So make sure that it's medical grade silicon. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, you can use ABS plastic for sex toys. It's great too. But other than those two plastics, I wouldn't use any other kind of plastic mm -hmm. just because either they won't be uh, washable because they're too porous or they'll be filled with phthalates. Phthalate is kind of a filler for plastics, yes. uh, for cheap plastics. They replaced uh, the old BPAs. Uh, they're banned from cosmetics, from child, anything that is related to a child, even in some dog, uh, dog um, toys, sorry. Mm -hmm. But they're not banned in sex toys just because in sex toys, you don't have any laws that protect you. So <laughs> nothing nothing is there to check on your health. That, that's horrible. I, I never knew that. I definitely knew the BPA, but it's like, why is it not regulated? I don't understand because we're putting some of these toys inside of our body. So just as we'd be mindful and oh, yeah. about what we eat, you know, what we're ingesting, we should also be mindful about what we're putting into our bodies because that matters and that doesn't sound healthy to have BPA inside your body. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And I think for most people, it's it's kind of shame a bit that stops them from asking questions. And for governments and you know mm -hmm. safety agencies across the world, it's just because sex they don't want to touch the sex subject, either porn or sex toys. They don't want to regulate this because it's too much gray areas. Um, even lubricants aren't regulated properly. So some lubricants that you can buy in a drugstore will yeah. um, increase your chances to get STDs <laughs> just because they're so badly formulated that they're kind of drying your vagina instead of lubricating it. So mm -hmm. bacteria and STDs have a, Uh, increase access to your bloodstream. So it's the same issue with phthalates. Since it's an internal uh, product, 
you don't have your skin to protect yourself. So the, the tiny particles of plastics that will get out of the plastic, because that it's not stable, so it will leak out of the product and it will go into your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And what it does once it's in the body is that your brain will recognize this as a hormone and will uh, reposition the plastic particles to your sexual organs. So with time, it just accumulates there and it can bring cancer, infertility, and even for a pregnant woman, those plastic particles can be transferred to the fetus. So it, mm. when I learned all this, I was pretty shocked and, you know, not ashamed, but I was pissed. I was pissed that some people were, you know, selling those toys and didn't ask any questions. Mm. So anything that is not medical grade or ABS, just put it to the trash. If you want to make sure that your toy is safe, you can smell it. If it smells like a new car, it's full of talats. Mm. It's definitely garbage, so throw it. If you put it on your tongue and you can, it kind of tickles like the like uh, candies. It's full of talats. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's kind of made of jelly, you know where the the dust kind of sticks to it easily. It's um, how do you say that? It's uh, porous definitely so throw it down the garbage too just because if you use it more than once it's not sterile anymore it cannot be washed basically and some manufacturers they will only say uh, for use it once only to protect themselves so most of the sex toy that you can buy in a drugstore here in canada i don't know for the us but here in canada if you buy those sex toys and you read the finer prints, it says for one use only, just because they want to make sure that you cannot, you know, go against them just because it gave you stalats over time. So plastics for me is a big no-no. That's why actually I chose porcelain, just because people are already have so much questions to ask when they buy groceries, cosmetics, things for their babies, even clothes will ask questions, you don't have time to, you know, do all those research for a sex toy that you will buy once every two, three, five years. Mm. So for me, I decided to use porcelain because it's a material that we use every day in the kitchen, in the washroom also. Uh, All your plates, all your cups, all your toilets are made of porcelain because it's a highly hygienic material. It is very, very strong in use. It can be warm, it can be cold. It is completely um, vitrified, which means nothing can go in. Once it's fired or cooked, it's like glass. So you were talking about glass sex toys earlier. Porcelain has the same properties as glass. It's just um, a bit more, I guess, easy to put in shape. Or for me, I better like the the visual of it. so porcelain glass are definitely good products stainless steel is also a good product or material to put in sex toy just the feeling is a lot less i think elegant i feel more like in a doctor shop when i have um, stainless steel sex toys but that's my feeling Mm -hmm. and that you know that's how i perceive it but it's not the same view for everyone um Everything that is uh, natural stone and wood, 
I would be uh, mindful of it just because you don't know what was put on it to make it sterile, to make it cleanable. Would you have to have oil or varnish on it? So you don't know if the oil or varnish was stable. If For oil, they can use anything. You can use olive oil to seal it, but you need to reseal it often. So make sure that the wood toy that you are buying is, you know, safe to use just because I know it can be varnished, but I'm not sure that any varnish is completely safe for body, uh, for internal use. I, it's not my domain, so I'm not sure what I'm talking about. I would just be mindful and ask a lot of questions. If you're buying a wood sex toy, usually it, it's much more done by um, craftspeople than by, you know, huge companies just because it's a lot to do. Uh, it takes a lot of manpower to do those kinds of sex toys. Um, and uh, natural stone, they might have some cracks in it just because of the, the stone and how it was made. So you want to make sure that it doesn't have any, you know, tiny, tiny cracks uh, because bacteria will go in it and it's not safe anymore. So then always be sure that if you do buy a crystal sex toy, that you buy it from um, a good company that does its homeworks and uh, source it ethically. And they're not trying to sell you quartz when it's not quartz. It was another kind of stone that was tainted. And, you know, there's a lot of underground works in the crystal crystal work. It's, it's weird, but it's there. So I would say a good way to choose your sex toy is maybe also to research the company that does it. Who's making it? You know, Fun Factory are renowned for making body-safe sex toys. They're based in Germany. Um, we're doing uh, porcelain sex toys here, and I think Shack Rubs is also doing a great quality of um, crystal sex toys. Uh, stainless steel, uh, you have Enjoy, that does wonderful work with stainless steel. And yeah, so if you, you're looking for a sex toy, just go see who is making them and um, what are their values, philosophy, are they bullshitting, bullshitting you, sorry? Are they trying to greenwash you by saying this is an ethical sex toy and it's environmentally safe, but it still has batteries and you need to reload it every two months. So, <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you can ask a lot of questions. Um, so it depends on how how much research you want to do, but I would um, either ask the manufacturer or the sex shop just because they will know much more about their product than you know, you will in five minutes time. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, for sure. And that's a lot of interesting, good points to bring up because a lot of people don't know to look out for those things. Even myself, it, it took a long time. I was using terrible, terrible products and sex toys just because they were <laughs> cheaper, you know? And, and now I'm willing yeah. to invest in the better quality because I know that it's going to last longer and it's safer for me in the long run. Oh, definitely. I, you see, uh, I have some friends that will spend $200 at Sephora in one night for cosmetic products but they're not willing to pay more than 35 bucks for their sex toy. And I'm like, <laughs> a good sex toy will last you 10 years, 15 yeah. years. Yeah. So the last sex toy I bought was from Jimmy Jane back in the days. 
because it was done by uh, another industrial designer at the time. And I bought it in 2010, 11. I'm still using it today. Mm -hmm. And the quality is still there. It's still charged great. And, you know, I paid a lot for it back then, but I'm still using it like it was new today. And it doesn't show any, you know, sometimes you'll see in stores some uh, demos that will have kind of bubbles on them or dust just because people touched it too much mm-hmm. you can see there already that the quality is cheap 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 so in yeah. case of good silicone you won't see any wear off with over time or you shouldn't yeah. in this lifetime <laughs> yeah it's it's so worth the investment because it will last you longer and it'll just be better in the long run so i'm happy that you oh yeah and if you that. you know you do your research and you select a toy that is working for you, you know that clitoral stimulation is a good stimulation for you or G-spot or anal. So if you're mindful about what you you buy, you'll use it for the long run. You don't, you won't just use it once and then try to return it because depending on the company, we don't always accept returns yeah. just because there is no market for secondhand dildos. <laughs> It would be kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, well, I wanted to ask you the last question is we talked about taking care of our sex toys. How do we properly clean and store our sex toys? Or can you give any advice on how to prolong the use or the wear of your toy? So, of course, uh, clean and care will always depend on your material. Just because silicone shouldn't be washed as porcelain would be. Porcelain, you can wash it with basically anything. You can put it in the dishwasher. We don't recommend it just because sometimes in the dishwasher, you'll still have a tiny bits of soap on it. But you could do it. Um, Us, we can clean it with uh, your uh, menstrual cup cleaner just because it goes in the same area. So if you want to reuse your cleaner, you can. Otherwise, you can use hand soap uh, unscented just because in case there is any soap left on it um, and wash it thoroughly to uh, underwater. But for stainless steel, porcelain and I think glass, you should be able to boil your toys in a pot of water to sterilize it or put it in the oven to uh, kill any bacteria that would be on it. So you wash it first and then you put it in the oven at like 250 for a good 20 minutes and then it will be sterilized. Just because sometimes in boiling water, you know, us, we do have a bit of air inside the toy for, uh, because how it's made. So sometimes with the boiling water, it doesn't, you know, stay underwater. So in the oven, it works great. But for, you know, materials that are cooked at high temperature, like stainless steel, glass and porcelain, you can do pretty much anything with it. Um, For silicone toys, you need to wash it. Of course, any toy, you wash it after each use and at best before each use. But, you know, sometimes you're in the mood, so... (laughs) Not really <laughs> time to go into the their washroom to wash your sex toy, uh, but I guess for any toy, I would put it either in its original box or usually we will provide a storage bag. So make sure also your storage bag is made of good um, materials. 
that won't le- lead, um, let any, you know, kind of dust on it or uh, plush. So us, it's made from organic cotton mm-hmm. and you can wash it with your clothes once in a while. But make sure that if you don't have a bag for it, you have somewhere where you can clean it. Some people will even put it, if you, you're on a budget, put it in a, a sock. <laughs> it's you know, stable enough that it won't lose any lint. Um, but yeah, just clean it once in a while. Uh, thorough clean in the boiling water or if you're sharing your toy, make sure you can sterilize it. Just because if anyone has bacteria or infection, it will share through your toys. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you do clean, clean, clean it. Um, and yeah, for the long run, I guess just make sure that you're careful with your toys. Just because, you know, porcelain and glass, if you drop it, it might shatter. I don't know for glass. I'm guessing that if you drop it on a concrete floor, it has, you know, <laughs> there is no, uh, there is no escape from there. Um, for us, we do offer a five-year warranty that we call our oopsie warranty, just because some of our clients did drop their their dildo while washing it, just because it's mm-hmm. more slippery, and it fell on a ceramic floor and it broke. So for five years, we will replace. Even if it's your fault, completely your fault, we replace it free of charge. Just because so many people were, you know, um, afraid of buying a toy that is in the higher range price. But, you know, they, they were thinking, if I drop it when I buy it, then I'm, I've lost <laughs> that, that amount of money in one shot. So with that, we, we put our faith behind our product that our product is solid and, yeah, you see, in the eight years we've been in business, we've replaced maybe 15 wow. those through the years. So yeah, make sure it's like anything that you buy of value. You want to make sure that you store it properly. For us, we wanted to create a design that you wouldn't be ashamed to have on your nightstand. So maybe not hide it with your socks just because it's your sexuality. You should be allowed to put it out there just make sure that it's clean when you use it and i think that's pretty much it yeah it's so interesting great advice very cool that's i'm gonna take those into account too <laughs> i like the sock <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> you know it's better than nothing so you got to work with what you got sometimes <laughs> we did the we did some research because we wanted to put out there kind of a uh, not a makeup bag, but the equivalent of for people that have multiple sex toys. And we were we went on Reddit and asked people what they are using to uh, you know store their sex toys when they have multiple of them because some of them are really collectioners. Um, I don't remember the word in English. Um, so they'll have multiple, like mm-hmm. dozens of sex toys. And some of them would only store them in fish case, uh, uh, fishing cases. <laughs> they would reuse them. <laughs> wow. That's very uh, clever and creative. I like it. Definitely. <laughs> uh, all right, Isabel. So can you tell people where they can check out Desirables and where they can find you if they're interested in looking at Definitely. it? Yeah, you can find us, uh, our website at the... Uh, 
www.desirableswithans.ca. Uh, we're also pretty active on Instagram. It's desirablesed for experience design. Um, on Instagram, on Facebook, we've also uh, Pinterest. And you can subscribe to our newsletter and have a discount with our newsletter as well. Mm-hmm. And be aware of any um, promotion we'll do or discount or maybe launching new products. Awesome. That's exciting. I, I always love a good new sex toy launch. So people be sure to sign up for those emails and check out their website. It's beautiful. I've, I've looked at it myself and it's very impressive and I love the way it's set up. I love the work that you're doing. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. You all know that I love everything natural and holistic. That's why I was so excited to partner with Avi Supplements. I've been using Avi Supplements to keep me healthy and strong because a healthy body leads to a healthy mind, resulting in a healthier sex life. Sexual health, mental health, and physical health are all intertwined. They're so important. So using Avi Detox reduces my bloat, leaving me feeling more confident and prepared for sexy time. Avi apple cider vinegar gummies taste delicious and are fun to take every single day. I look forward to taking these. Lastly, Avi Mermaid Multi provides the daily essential nutrients I need every day as a woman. So make the obvious choice today and use discount code Lauren Coletti to get 15% off. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-C-O-L-L-E-T-T-I to get 15% off your purchase at myavi.com.